0: If you don't make lifestyle changes and you're not constantly being aware of how you're eating and if you're not constantly managing an active lifestyle and living an active lifestyle, what happens with a lot of people is they finish their program, they reach their fat loss goal, and then they go back to what they were doing before they went on their program. That is why so many people end up gaining all of the weight back they end up getting all of the weight back or even worse, they gain the weight back and then they end up heavier than when they lost all of that weight. And the problem is that they go back to the lifestyle that yielded a body that they weren't happy with. So again, there's no quick fixes. You can't just go on a fat loss diet or get into this workout program for a year, finish it and then just go back to where you were before and expect your body to stay what you just like earned if you continue to engage in um, you know, the, the types of lifestyle choices that yield weight gain or that make your body unhealthy, then of course the weight is gonna come back. Hey there, I'm Jade Harrison, AKA JD Gaines, and welcome to the Coaching Corner podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because in it, I'm going to share with you the three steps that I use with my clients to help them to achieve sustainable fat loss and build a body that they love for life. If you have tried to get in shape in the past, you've probably gone on a short-term diet that has you eating a super low number of calories, or maybe you've tried a cleanse that had you eating a super restricted diet of just a handful of things. Or maybe you have tried a really extreme workout program that had you killing yourself in the gym and working really, really hard to get a sense of having a good workout and getting your butt kicked. I have been a personal trainer for 10 years and I'm here to tell you that there is another way. You do not have to starve yourself or kill yourself in the gym to achieve a body that you love. So today I'm going to share with you the three main action items that you need to take to build a life that supports a body that you love. Remember that your body is a reflection of your lifestyle. So if you go on and off extreme diets, on and off, workout programs, you're going to really struggle to see sustainable progress. But if you follow these three steps that I lay out in today's episode, you're going to set yourself up for success. And not only that, you're going to keep that success for a longer period of time. This episode was recorded while I was live on my Twitch channel, which you can check out at twitch.tv slash I go live throughout the week in the fitness and health category, and I also play some games there. So come and hang out anytime. Also keep in mind that I do have an email newsletter. Make sure that you sign up for that at jdgains.com to get notified when I post new episodes to the podcast. And you'll also get some discounts and news about different services and products that are coming this way. And without further ado, let's get into this episode and learn the three steps to set up the ultimate fitness journey. A super common problem that a lot of people experience when they first try to start their fitness journey is they try to just do all the things at once they try to do too much too soon and this causes a lot of problems like um, you know it can cause you to burn out um, it can cause you to feel overwhelmed and you know that overwhelm paralysis super super common so when people come to me to work with me as a personal trainer a lot of times that's where they're coming from, is this like, I've been trying to do it on my own, I'm overwhelmed, I don't know what to do, I don't know how to sort through all of this stuff. I'm gonna break down today the the, the framework and the process that I use to help my clients to go from never having worked out ever before in their lives to getting into a steady routine that's gonna sustain them and help them reach their goals. But when it comes to getting in shape, there are no quick fixes, okay? There's a lot of fitness influencers out there, there's a lot of content out there that um, will kind of sell you this idea that, oh, you just do this one week detox or this one week cleanse, or you do this like, you know, short workout plan that's like only like a couple weeks and you'll burn all of your fat and you'll be good to go and you'll have a body that you love. That is not the way to build a body that you love. That's a way to burn out, get injured, and a lot of times when people do these like short-term detoxes or short-term cleanses or whatnot, a lot of times what happens is they might lose a lot of weight like really, really quickly. Some of that weight is likely going to be water weight, especially if you're doing like, if you've changed up how you eat drastically and you've cut out processed foods or um, you know simple carbs or high sodium foods, your body is gonna retain less water so it will weigh less It will weigh less. And you may burn some fat, but a lot of times with these like crash diets where you drastically reduce what you're eating, they're not sustainable for the long run, right? And that's the problem with them. They're not sustainable. And what happens to a lot of people is that they do the detox, they do the whole thing. They may lose some weight and then they go off of the detox or the cleanse and then they go right back to what they were doing before. And for a lot of people, what this means is that all of the weight comes back or worse, the weight comes back with more weight. Like then you end up heavier than what you started with. And this is a really common pattern. And then what people will do is like, oh no, I need to do that again. And so they'll go on their crash diet a couple weeks later and they'll do it again. They'll lose a bunch of weight and then they'll go off the diet and then they go back to what they normally do. And it's just over time, they are getting heavier in the long run. So if you wanna break out of this kind of like binge restrict pattern, the best thing that you can do is set yourself up with something that you can sustain without having to go on and off diets, right? So what you want to do is build up kind of an approach to eating and an approach to exercise that you can sustain most of the time without having to starve yourself or without having to like go without your favorite foods, or killing yourself in the gym to burn off the calories that you eat. What you want is to build something moderate and sustainable. Um, And I can help you with that. So this is the approach that I use to help people to build little bit by little bit, step by step by step, a healthy lifestyle that will allow you over time to build a body that you love. So the best way to do it is to slowly build out a lifestyle that supports health, wellness, and your body weight being where it needs to be in order for it to be healthy. The first step to building a healthy lifestyle that actually like, puts, sets your body up for success is to get active. This is one of the easiest, quickest things that you can start to incorporate in your day-to-day life that can yield pretty substantial results. I know a lot of people who are able to just incorporate more walking into their life, just get moving where they go for a walk for 30 minutes a day, something like that. And if you have just been doing no activity, if you just sit all day for work and then you sit when you come home from work or you get off work um, and you start building in some activity, what you're going to do is you're going to get your body burning more energy. And you know what body fat is. It's your stored energy. So as your body energy expense goes up, it's going to be more likely to tap into its energy stores. So a lot of people without making any other changes are able to make substantial progress in their fat loss by just getting up and getting moving every day. So get active is what I recommend as the first step because this is also going to help you to build um, this sense of daily habits. Daily habits and lifestyle are what build up to a body that you love. What are you doing every day? Or what are you doing every week, okay? So you can start to kind of build in this sense of, I do something every day for my health. Even, may, even if it's just one time a day, I'm doing something for my health, which is going for a walk, going for a swim, um, walking my dog, going, you know, you know, putting on some music and having a little dance party in the living room, right? Um, do something that gets you up and active, even if it's just once a day. Because what we're gonna do is a, what we call habit stacking habit stacking is when you're just trying to incorporate one habit at a time and allow it to become a habit, allow it to get fully you know, immersed into your lifestyle and how you just run your life. And as it becomes a habit and you don't have to think about it as much anymore, then you can add other stuff rather than adding in everything at the same time and overloading your system. So it's kind of like a little bit by little bit adding more stuff into your life. So getting active can look like one of two main ways that I usually encourage people to kind of start getting active. One is that you can set a daily step goal for yourself. A daily step goal is one where like you're actually keeping track of how many steps you take. So if your goal is to get up and moving more and like go for walks or walk more in your everyday life, setting a step goal can help keep you accountable to this. So you can use a fitness tracker. Like, you know, I have an Apple watch. A lot of my clients use Garmins or Fitbits, right? Um, You can also just get a cheap little pedometer that clips on your your pants and it will count your steps. And if you have a smartphone, you can actually set your smartphone to track your steps if you keep your phone on you. It's not gonna be quite as accurate as using a fitness tracker device or um, a pedometer, but it's something, you know? Um, So track your steps in some way and set a daily goal for yourself of how many steps you wanna take. If you are completely sedentary and you don't get any, of ex- any exercise at all, or you're very out of shape or very overweight, you know, when you first start getting active, remember that a little bit is gonna go a long way here, okay? Initially, I would say figure out how many steps you take on an average day first. So kind of like get a sense of, you know, go ahead and like get your fitness tracker or set your smartphone Um, or use a pedometer to track your steps. Get a sense of what your daily step intake is to start off with. And then I would set a goal of doing more than what you do right now. I typically will break it down in three different levels. For level one, your goal is going to be to get 3,000 to 5,000 steps a day. Somewhere between 3,000 and 5,000 steps a day. That's going to get you to the point where you're at the minimal requirement recommendations. Find out for yourself how many steps you take, and if you are getting like 1,000 steps a day, I would start with that level one goal, 3,000 to 5,000 steps. If you're already getting somewhere between 3,000 and 5,000 steps, then shoot for between 5,000 and 7,000 steps a day, a level two goal. If you are already somewhere between 5,000 and 7,000 steps, then you can set a level three goal, which is between 7,000 and 10,000 steps a day, right? So you're setting a goal for yourself to move more than we already are. And this is a great way to do it. Give yourself at least a month, right? To practice this, to try to reach these step goals, this step goal every day. Try to give it at least a month. And that alone, you'll already notice that you're able to improve your your health. You might be feeling more energized. Um, You might start to lose some fat from that as well. You might also be sore. You might build some muscle from that because if you're going from very little activity, anytime you add in more activity, you're going to be challenging your muscles. So you're going to be getting a little bit of strength in there as well by getting active more. So that's one way. Another way is to set a total minutes goal and you can do this for every day or for every week total. The American Heart Association recommends getting a a minimum of a 150 minutes total per week of moderate intensity activity or exercise. So moderate intensity, activity or exercise um, is any activity or exercise that gets your heart rate up. Um, Specifically, if you're tracking your heart rate, you want it to be 64 to 76% of your maximum heart rate. And you can break up these 150 minutes, however works best for you. You can set a daily movement goal of getting like 15 to 20 minutes in every single day. Or you can say on five days a week, I'm gonna get my heart rate up for 30 minutes. If you only have three days that you can exercise, then you'll say, okay, I'm gonna, go on a walk for 50 minutes, 5-0, or almost an hour. And you can break it up however you like. Again, you wanna kind of figure out what your starting base level is and kind of set your goal to something that's a little bit above that so that you're reaching a little bit further above what you already are doing. So I would start with 150 minutes total and try to get that in every day or a couple days a week. I'm gonna tell you one thing to keep in mind is the more frequently you move, the better it's gonna be for your health. Like you could technically do all 150 minutes in one day, you know, like by going on this big walk over the weekend, but it's actually going to be better for your long-term health. If you spread those minutes out and you get moving and get active a little bit every day, um, that's going to be best because especially when it comes to building habits, we're trying to build habits into your everyday life. Um, setting a movement goal for five to seven days a week, is going to much better help you incorporate the future healthy habits that are gonna help you build that body that you love. I have a little list of ways that you can increase your steps or just get more active. If you usually use the elevator, if you live on a top floor of an apartment building, or if you work in a you know a higher floor, try taking the stairs instead of taking the elevator. That's gonna help get your heart rate up. And it's also gonna give you more steps in your day-to-day life. You can also park further away from the store or from work so that you get more steps in as you're going, you know, to the place, between the place and your car. If you do commute to work and it's close enough, you could also try an active way to get there. If it's close enough for you to walk or bike or skateboard, then start, start kind of considering other modes of transportation that are more active. And the same goes for like going to the grocery store or somewhere else that you frequent. If you can walk there or cycle there, If it's safe, if you live in a safe place for you to be able to do that, then try to do that more. That will get you more activity in your day-to-day life. Desk exercises is another one. You know, I encourage my clients to break up their work day. Throughout the day, you know, set a timer for like an every hour, hour and a half to two hours. You know, when that alarm goes off, you can step up and uh, you know, just like pace a little bit, do some stretches, get moving, you know, just at your desk, just to get some blood flowing that's going to help increase your daily calorie burn it's also going to help you to get more active take some walks throughout the day as well you can take a break if you if you can from your work take a break and you know every hour or two get up go for like a little 5 minute walk or on your lunch break you know eat your food and then go for a 20 30 minute walk afterwards that's going to help you Let's see, you can play with your pets, that's one of my favorite ones. Or garden, you know, just try to look for ways to, when you get off of work or when you're not working, to do activities that keep you up and moving, right? For fun. So gardening is one of my favorite activities that gets me active where I'm moving around a bunch. Or playing video games that are movement games or rhythm games, like Beat Saber. Nintendo has like a bunch of fitness games as well. You could also join, you know, like a kickball league or a softball league. I have clients who play cricket. That's a great way to, you know, socialize, but be active. Using a standing desk can be helpful, but only if you're like moving around a little bit here and there. Again, whether you're doing a seated or a standing desk, you wanna get moving and get that blood flowing every hour or two. You could also like take some classes, like some exercise classes or martial arts classes, right? So that you learn a new active skill, start learning a new active skill, like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, boxing, or some other skill that's active. Taking a class, like a, a workout class is another great way to do this. However, I want you to keep in mind that you wanna be careful of the intensity. Sometimes workout classes will make you work super, super hard. Like um, I think body pump or boot camps. These are, these are the type of workouts that are really uh, known for pushing you to like the edge of your capacity which can be really fun, but it's very easy to get hurt doing one of those. You don't necessarily need to do like a crazy high intensity boot camp style group fitness class. A cycling class might be good for you, or a yoga class, something that's more gentle. You don't have to you know, push yourself to the max in order to make gains. So just be mindful of that. If you are gonna be taking some kind of high intensity class that really pushes you in the beginning, I would, Try to do that no more than once or twice a week. And then for the rest of your activity and exercise, do something that's more gentle. So go for walks, you know, do yoga, swim or something like that. And then try to limit your really intense stuff to once or twice a week. Because otherwise you risk burning out or getting injured from overuse injuries because your body needs to be able to recover properly from the exercise that you're doing. Your old pedometer feels like a lifetime ago. That was like a year and a half ago, right? That's when you started? Yeah, you, you crush it, Pagro. That was how you started your fitness journey was just getting walking every day, right? I think I remember you like walking to work and walking back from work. And that was like the first step that you added in as well, close to two years ago, wow. How do you think starting with walking helped set you up for success for your fitness journey? Like in what way did that impact? It's low impact and if you're also monitoring how you eat, you can see the results. It demonstrates your actions matter. It shows you don't need to kill yourself to get results. Yes, yes, I love it. I love that for you. My personal favorite ways to get active. Well, of course one is I love walking my dog. I put on a podcast or a, what's it called? An audiobook. book. So it's, it's time that like I don't feel like I'm wasting because I'm not in front of my computer doing stuff. I don't feel not productive because I'm learning things that I need to learn in order to, you know, make progress in my business and be more effective. I mean, it's also a good brain break for me to be not in front of the computer. So that's like my top favorite way to get active is walking my dog. And I try to do that for like 30 to 60 minutes total a day, but I usually break it up in two or three different walks. I also love putting music on and just like dancing. Like, especially if I'm cooking, If I'm cooking, I like to put music on and just kind of like dance as I cook. That's another favorite way to get active. And also, I mean, my job is active. I train clients and I love it. I love training people. I love it. It's pretty low intensity, but it's constant movement because I'm demonstrating exercises. I'm standing, I'm walking around. That's, I mean, I just, I, I come alive when I'm teaching. which is one of the reasons why I think I will always have at least a handful of personal training clients, always because it does bring me so much joy. Even as like my online business takes off, I so enjoy working with people and my online people too. I so enjoy helping people to get those wins and get those gains. But the one-on-one training sessions are, they're just so fun, they're fun. So, you know, activity, get your heart rate up, get moving. It all counts no matter what it is that you're doing because you don't necessarily need to even be in a gym to benefit your heart, right? You don't necessarily need to go to the gym to actually start to build more activity into your life and become more healthy. And, and, you know, there's lots of reasons why different people don't like to go to the gym. So any activity that gets your heart rate up a little bit, think of it as, you know, a bonus. That's the place to start. Once you have kind of gotten into the groove of getting more active in your day-to-day life, step two is cleaning up your diet, right? Because... You know, what you eat has a huge impact on how your body feels, how your body looks, your energy levels, how you recover from your workouts, um, and ultimately, you know, just the overall results. I mean, you can work out super, super hard every day of the week, and if you are not minding what you eat, your weight is going to go nowhere. You're not going to see results. You're not going to see those muscles coming in because you're not being mindful of what you eat. So it's really important, not only for the sake of like getting into a calorie deficit for fat loss, but also just making sure that your body has the nutrients that it needs to stay healthy, you know, because ultimately this is the goal is to build a healthy lifestyle. Our bodies look and feel their best when they're healthy. So health is, is, the, is the foundation here. So to clean up your diet, one easy peasy lemon squeezy way to get started doing that is just to follow the healthy plate model. The healthy plate model is my take on the MyPlate or the Harvard plate model. So you can see here, this is from my blog. The healthy plate model is just a picture of what your plate should look like when you sit down to eat a meal. So this is something you can do without having to track your calories or track your macros. Generally, if you follow this model, you're gonna be able to eat roughly the amount of nutrients and calories that your body needs to be healthy, okay? Which is a good place to start. With the healthy plate model, you divide your plate in half at meal times, and on one half of the plate, you fill it up with one to two servings of vegetables. And you want this, these vegetables to be like a variety, right? You don't wanna eat the same vegetables every meal, <laughs> every day, every meal. You know, we want, variety is key here so we can get a variety of nutrients. So we're talking, you know, broccoli, kale, You know, dark green veggies is part of it, but also don't forget about beans, legumes, lentils, chickpeas, these kinds of things. Cucumbers, bell peppers, right? Think about eating the rainbow. When it comes to your vegetables, we want to eat the rainbow. We want to eat a variety of colors. We don't want to always be eating the same thing. Like bodybuilders are notorious for eating just like chicken, rice, and broccoli every day for dinner or for lunch every single day. You don't need to do that, okay? You don't need to do that. Make it a variety, that's gonna give you a variety of nutrients. You can do one to two servings of vegetables or you can do one serving of vegetables and one serving of fruits. Fruits are things like grapes, cherries, strawberries, banana, apples, oranges. So they have a higher sugar content, they taste sweeter. They are gonna be a little higher calorie than most vegetables. So if you are specifically concerned with fat loss, I would keep this side of the plate just vegetables and only do fruit maybe once a day or twice a day, maybe no more than that. On the other half of the plate, you want to divide it between a good lean source of protein and uh, either grains or a starchy vegetable. So, lean sources of protein are going to be lean cuts of meat, white meat, poultry, right? Egg whites, and you know, vegetable proteins like edamame, tofu, tempeh, black beans. Um, these are protein-rich foods that, that are very low in saturated fats. Unsaturated fats are fine, but just keep in mind that you know, we wanna limit our intake of saturated fat. With the grains, you wanna most of the time shoot for things that are whole grains. They're usually gonna be labeled. If it's, if it's made with whole grains, it's usually gonna be on the label. These are things like whole wheat, quinoa, barley, and then starchy vegetables, which you can do instead of grains, which would be like potatoes um, or yams squash, that kind of thing. So this is kind of an image of like what you want your plate to look like. And in general, if you follow this initially, right, after you have maybe been like not eating so well, maybe you eat a lot of processed or packaged foods, a lot of high sugar foods, a lot of high sodium foods, if you switch to this model, it can help to improve your nutrition um, and your nutrient intake And it might also help you, it's it's likely that it will also help you to burn fat because you'll probably reduce your calorie intake um, and give your body the nutrients that it needs and just the right amount of energy to be its healthiest. What you eat every day has an impact not only on whether or not your body stores fat, but it also impacts other things like your heart health and your daily energy levels. Also, if you're not eating right, it doesn't matter how often or how hard you exercise, your body is still going to struggle to burn fat and build muscle. So let's get organized around your healthy eating. I've created a series of free worksheets that you can use to plan out what you're going to eat every day and every week to make sure that you're consistently eating the way that you need to to reach your goals. Check out jadeharrisonfitness.com meal planning to download your free worksheets to guide your eating. Remember, healthy eating is not gonna happen on its own, so let's make a plan. So this is a good place to start. Now, for some people, just by getting more active and following the healthy plate model, they're able to make a lot of progress in their fat loss journey, but also just like getting healthier. But especially if your concern is fat loss, eventually it may become important for you to consider your caloric intake, your calories. This is not for everybody and especially it can be really intimidating initially if you're a beginner to track your calories and then shoot for eating a specific number of calories. For a lot of people, that's very overwhelming and intimidating. In that case, I would say, just try to follow the healthy plate model and just try to focus on increasing your veggies, increasing your protein, because that's usually the parts that people struggle with the most. But eventually you're probably gonna reach a point where in order to continue making progress, you're going to need to consider how much energy you're bringing into your body every day. And is that energy matching up with your goals? I can walk you through the process of figuring out how many calories you should be eating every day and how to track your calories and how to plan you're eating around your calorie goal in my Healthy Diet Makeover program, which is live now. You can find it, oh, Stream Elements, learn to eat better. Stream Elements just posted it in the chat. Learn to eat better with Jade's Healthy Diet Makeover program, which is live on Vimeo right now. So I go into much more detail in the lesson, in the lessons, calories count. So like the first part of this program is how to eat the healthy plate model. Um, and then once we get to get past that point and you want to go a little bit deeper, that's where we start to talk about calories. So the calories count intro, how to find your maintenance level, how to uh, set a new calorie goal, um, how to reverse diet if that's something that you need to do, and then everything else kind of builds on that. So if that's something that you're interested in and you want to take that next step, I would suggest going to the Healthy Diet Makeover Program. But I'm, I'm going to leave it at that because what we're talking about is getting started as a beginner. So get the healthy plate model settled first, I would say. And then when you're ready to take that next step, you can join the Healthy Diet Makeover program and learn how to figure out how many calories you should be eating and balance your calorie intake. So those are the first two pieces. Get moving more build a little bit more activity into your life, and then start cleaning up your diet little bit by little bit. You don't have to go crazy and do all the things. Just try your best to follow the healthy plate model. Try your best to get up and moving every day at your level, right? As long as you're doing a little bit more than what you were doing before, you're going to make progress. Okay? I promise you, you'll make progress if you just start to do a little bit more than what you did before. And this is a huge mindset shift that you want to incorporate if you wanna have success long-term and you wanna build a body that you love for life is 1% better. Every day you wanna do 1% better than what you did the day before, okay? If every day you try to do 1% better, make 1% better choices for your health, what you eat, 1% better choices for how much you get up and get moving. And by the end of the year, you're gonna be 365% better than how you started, right? So try not to get too overwhelmed with this and just step by step by step, okay? And I got you, okay? That's why I'm here. If you're feeling overwhelmed, that's why I'm here. So let's continue to break this down into like easy peasy, actionable, step by step framework. Once you got those two pieces in place and it's settled, it's a habit, you, ha- you don't have to force yourself to show up as much because you're just, it's just part of what you do you know, it's just part of what you do. You get active every day. You go on a walk at lunchtime. It's just what you do. You don't even have to like really like, you know, sit with yourself and push yourself to do it. You just do it. It's just part of what you do. And also you don't have to like force yourself to eat vegetables or force yourself to put protein on your plate. It's just what you do. It's just how you think about food, right? Once you're at that place, you've got those first two steps in place. It's all a matter of refinement from there. It's all a matter of turning up little knobs here and there, depending on what's easiest for you to manage at you know, a given point, um, and also according to what's important to you. So the next little thing that I would suggest as your step three to building like, a fitness lifestyle and building a body that you love is to start incorporating actual workouts. Now I know like workout the, 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 the word workout or fitness may seem like, ooh, I don't wanna do that because maybe your association with working out is like super hard fitness classes, you know, like boot camps or beach body type of thing. Um, Maybe you've done like group fitness for a while and you burned out on it. You don't need to do that. You don't need to kick your own ass, right? Remember, you just have to do 1% better. You You just have to do a little bit more than what you did before. So when I'm talking about adding in workouts, for most people, when they come to me, they're saying, I just want to burn fat and I want to be toned and by be toned means that they want to look like they've got some muscle. They want to look strong, but not like they don't want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. They just want to look strong and healthy, right? So in order to be toned or, you know, look strong and lean, you don't have to work that hard. You really don't have to work that hard in the gym. In fact, a little bit goes a long way when you're doing resistance training. Resistance training is like this is another secret elixir of building a body that you love. And resistance training is the type of workouts you're specifically trying to challenge your muscles to get stronger. Um, or, you, I mean, you can do resistance training at home. You don't necessarily need to go to the gym. You can do it with body weight, you can do it with bands. A lot of times people do it with weights, weight training, or with machines. But the whole point is that you're challenging your muscles to encourage them to get stronger. And resistance training, you don't need a whole lot of it to go pretty far especially as a beginner, you only need to do two or three times a week. So you can take that activity time that you set aside for yourself as you've built up your activity levels for on two or three of those days, make your activity an actual resistance training workout. And for that, I have lots of resources for that. You can, I would be careful about following along with um, just like looking up workouts on YouTube, because a lot of times the workouts that you're going to find on YouTube are going to be more cardio than anything else because they're going to try to you know get you to burn a lot of calories our goal is not to burn a lot of calories within the space of the workout our goal is to build muscle that is in the long run going to make your body burn more calories right so it's kind of a time investment it's kind of an energy investment i have some programs that if you are interested in learning how to build muscle i have my vimeo guided workout videos so you can go to my body sculpt program on my vimeo channel i also have um, workout plans on the Trainerize app. You can follow along with the workout plans that are specifically for teaching you how to do resistance training. And I have beginner level workouts that are available there. Regardless of what equipment you're using, whether you're just using bands, minimal minimal equipment, or if you just wanna learn with weights, or if you're, you have access to a full gym, there's several six month programs that will take you from zero to now I'm building muscle. New workouts every single month. The cool thing about those, especially working with the app, is that you can track your progress, which is something I encourage you to do, is track your progress, track how much weight you're using for the different exercises or what bands you're using, track how how many repetitions you do in each set so that you can kind of see yourself as you make progress and get stronger because that is going to be one of the key ways to keep you motivated as you build your healthy fit lifestyle. Tracking your progress, seeing the data, of like, oh, I was only able to use 10 pounds on my squat at the beginning of this and now I'm squatting, you know, 60 pounds or something like that. Now I'm squatting 200 pounds maybe uh, eventually, you know? So seeing that progress can be very, very motivational. It's very helpful. So I have a bunch of information. I have a bunch of programs that you can try, Um, but the goal of resistance training is to challenge your muscles to stimulate muscle growth so that you get stronger and you can get that toned body, right? Don't be afraid that you're gonna blow up and look really, really big and turn into a bodybuilder overnight. This is a common fear that a lot of women have. It's just not gonna happen, okay? Just, it's not going to happen. Even if you are trying to make it happen, like me. (laughs) Even if you want big muscles, like me, it's very, very hard. It takes a very, very long time. It takes eating a specific way and it takes working out in a specific way my friend, it is just not going to happen even if you want it to. It's hard even for men to build muscle and their bodies are the best equipped for that. Their bodies are set up the most, you know, to be able to build muscle the best and even men struggle with it. So if you're worried about getting too bulky, I promise you it's just not going to happen. If you do want to build big muscles, feel free to talk to me. I can help you with that. There's a specific way to do it, but you do need to get your foundation settled. So I would still go with one of my workout programs, either on Vimeo or Trainerize, because um, you need to get your foundations first. You need to get a foundational level of strength and technique, and those programs will help you because that really is the next step. And once you start doing that, you, I promise you, you're gonna be set for life. If you can maintain this step one, step two, step three, step one, get more active, step two, clean up your diet, step three, do some resistance training a couple times a week, you will be able to build a body that you love. Those are the foundations. And from there, it's just a matter of like, you know, turning some dials up, turning some dials down, fiddling a little bit with the details, but this framework is going to sustain you for life, but you have to be ready to commit to maintaining this for life. It's not just that you add this step one, step two, step three, and then you just, you know, do that for a couple of months and then you go back to what you were doing before. If you go back to what you were doing before, then your body is going to return to what it was before, okay? Our bodies are smart, smart systems. They will yield results of whatever stimulus we give them. So if you continue, if you build a lifestyle where you're habitually giving your body the type of stimulus that it needs to build muscle, burn fat, have energy, fight off infection, which is what these three steps will allow you to do, if you commit to maintaining that for life, um, it's not actually that hard. It's hard initially because changing anything about our habits is always gonna be hard. But once you get those habits established, you don't even have to think about it anymore. Like how awesome would that be to like have a body that you love, that you're able to maintain without feeling like you're depriving yourself or starving yourself or forcing yourself to do things that you don't wanna do. Because all of these things are just habits that you just do just like going to work. Although I would say for a lot of people going to work is something that you have to force yourself to do, but like, you know, just, they become so ingrained into what you do that it doesn't become so much of a a heavy weight. Okay, so it may be be overwhelming now. Um, And if that's the case, I would say step one, just focus on one step at a time and habit stack. Just one thing at a time, step by step, start with step one, Once step one feels like it's established, then you move on to step two. Once step two feels like it's established, then you move on to step three. If you wanna go crazy and you're super excited and you wanna do all the things, feel free to try to do all three steps at the same time. Nobody's gonna stop you. You're the hero of your journey. The world is your oyster. Do whatever you want, you're an adult, okay? Just keep in mind that the more things you try to do new at the same time, the less frequently you're gonna be able to do it just right, right? You're gonna mess up a lot. Just know going into it that you're gonna drop the ball a lot because you're learning and it's okay. Some people, some people perform best when they feel overwhelmed or overloaded, they give themselves a lot to do. Just, just be patient with yourself. Let yourself be bad at it for a while. Just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Just give yourself, I say promise yourself for three months you're going to try three months to incorporate these, this step one, step two, step three. Give yourself three months to try it before you say, bah, this is garbage. Bah, this is not going to work for me. Give it three months of trying. Let yourself fail. Do something different, okay? Because if you don't like what you see in the mirror, if you don't like how you feel in your body, then you have to do something different. So give it a try. Let me know how it goes and if you have any questions. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Coaching Corner podcast. I'm Jade Harrison, aka JD Gaines. If you'd like more information on the content that I create or my coaching programs, check out jdgains.com. You can also join the email newsletter to stay up to date on what I have going on in the JD Gaines community. And if you would like to join me while I'm live on my Twitch channel, make sure to follow me at twitch.tv/slash jdgains. Now I'll see you in the next episode. Make sure that in the meantime, you stay hydrated, drink some water, eat veggies, eat protein, and prioritize your self-care. I'll see you soon.